Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. The Draymond Green Show is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to bet the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook during the football season. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You get payouts in as fast as two hours. There's so many bet types. My favorite same-game parlay bets. There's live betting, player props, futures. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. To get started now, sign up. Please use the promo code Colin. C-O-L-I-N. FanDuel Sportsbook makes it easy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draymond Green Show. This is our 46th episode. And even though all the big-time NBA news has died down, like I told y'all, y'all gonna get this podcast. In a tank top, just leaving the beach, in Cabo. So, by the way, if my wife if my Wi-Fi is a little spotty, I'm actually sitting on the, the fifth hole. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm looking at the tee box of the fifth hole of this golf course, and I'm also looking at the ocean. So, as you know, I take my appearance seriously on these things, but this is this is what y'all are getting from me today because I'm enjoying the beach. But I still want to come talk to our loyal supporters, our listeners, those that we appreciate. I'm giving you this podcast. So, uh, first up, I just left Summer League. I came here from Summer League, which was, which was great. Um, Summer League is—it's always cool to get back, and you know, you you get to Summer League and you see the young guys and the energy there. It's just—it's—it's it's amazing, and you get to guy, get get the opportunity to see the young guys and and also guys who's trying to resurrect their career. Uh, my fiance Hazel, she was asking me the other day. She was like, "What's the point of Summer League?" And so I start breaking down all of these things. So it was actually last night. I start breaking down, um, you know, it's an opportunity for younger guys to get reps. It's an opportunity for guys, um, you know, to play and overseas scouts are watching. Um, it's an opportunity for guys to play um, who's been in the league and trying to work themselves back. Uh, and I went through all of these things and, and it was funny because then uh, we're, we're watching the telecast on ESPN and, and, 
they asked the same question, like, what do you get out of summer league? And JJ Reddick started answering and he was answering it the same way I was answering. And she was like, oh, you do know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I think I know what I'm talking about a little bit. But um, no, I mean, the way summer league, I mean, from, from where it was and where it started to where it's grown is absolutely insane with what the NBA has done with the NBA summer league. I remember even when I was playing, um, nine years ago, there maybe was 20 teams um, that had a summer league team. Like, every team in the NBA didn't have a summer league team. And, like, now every team has a summer league team. I'm not sure if it's actually in a, a requirement or not in the CBA. I probably should know that. Um, but it's it operates – I mean, it lives as if it is a requirement nowadays. And, you know, it's something that, you know, you see all the older guys come back – um, which is always a fun time. And I think it's a fun time for us because, like, you remember what that grind was like. Like, two and a half weeks in Vegas. You know, you got people cycling in, cycling out, guys fighting for their for their careers. Like, you remember that grind. You remember that hustle. And so it's always good to get back. And then who's upset about a couple of days in Vegas? Uh, I don't think anyone's arguing about a couple of days in Vegas. So that's always fun. Um, and like I said before, you know, like we got a chance to see Paolo Benchero, Ben Carroll play, which by the way, we'll get into Paolo in a minute, but you know, you, you get a chance to see these matchups and, you know, last night we saw a rematch of the finals with the Warriors and Celtics. And, you know, ironically, and speaking of that game, I'm watching that game and the, and the Celtics guys played like a, a team that had just lost in the NBA Finals. And like, the Warriors played like a team that just had won the NBA Finals. And it was very interesting to see because you have to understand the psychology behind it. There are a few guys on that Boston Celtics team that was in the NBA Finals, didn't play much. But then you also have um, Obviously, guys on our team that that was in the NBA Finals, but the coaching staffs are obviously coaches who just coached in the NBA Finals, and and I knew going into that game that our guys wouldn't understand that like no this is like this game is going to be different than any summer league game because you just beat them in the NBA Finals, and they're going to carry that and and you know I think. Uh, guys on our team, younger guys on our team, not not Moses, not uh, J.K. or Wise, or Wiseman a little bit actually, but like Jordan Poole, they actually had the opportunity to see um, two years ago when we sucked and we won 15 games, how teams were treating them as if they were still the same Warriors that had been beating the mess out of teams for five years in a row, and no matter. I mean, I mean, if you should have saw the, some of the lineups we were putting out there on the court that year, no matter who was in that lineup you had on the Warrior jersey, people were trying to destroy you. And 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 guys on our team didn't understand. It. And I just used to go into those games laughing, like, or I would see something going on, and I would just laugh because I'm like, yo, y'all getting punished for what <laughs> what we've did to these teams, done to these teams for the last five years, and. And that's kind of what happened to the summer league team last night. It's like they got punished last night by the Celtics because of what we did to the Celtics in, in a few weeks ago in, in the finals. And I think it's important for people to try to understand those games within the game. Like, I think 
you will have so much more fun and in, enjoyment. You'll get so much more enjoyment out of watching these games if you can try to further understand these games within the game. And, I mean, quite frankly, I guess some of them you can't really fill it out if you haven't done it. But, like, things like this. Like, I'm telling you this now, so now you can, like, look forward to things. And don't get it twisted. Most of the time, if you ask a player, they're going to be like, oh, no, no big deal. Like, uh, it's just a game like any other game. No, I'm here to tell you that's garbage. And players will always downplay. Most guys will downplay it and be like, oh, yeah, no, it's just another game on a Sunday night or whatever. And, like, games really do be meaning more. Like, you know, you get the whole cliche of, like, play every game the same. You know, your coaches tell you, like, you got to play every game like it's your last. Like, them things are, that, that, that's a cliche. And the Celtics showed that it was a cliche that last night when they destroyed our summer league team. But, and speaking of our summer league team, um, and I'm going to say this publicly because I said it to his face, I thought Jonathan Kaminga was so, so, so bad in the game that I went to. Uh, they were playing the New York Knicks. I thought he was very, very, very bad. He didn't look engaged to me. And I was disappointed because the reason I was disappointed was because when my OGs came to see me play in summer league, I'm bouncing off the wall. Like, your OGs there. Like, you, you, you want to destroy whoever in front of you because your OGs are sitting there. And it just didn't feel like he had to pop. Like, because if you got to pop, there's no one in this in the summer league that can touch you. And it's short enough, he bounced back the next game and he shows that. Like, yeah, if I got the pop, there's nobody in the summer league that can guard me. And then he bounced back to the next game and he shows it again with 29. Like, And so I was very disappointed in JK's first game. His next two, he showed why he's the number seven pick in the draft. He shows why uh, there's so much... Um, belief and excitement around him for this organization and you know why there's a belief that you know with the losses in free agency that he'll fill that spot going into next year and I think that's something that as a 19 year old he has to understand like that's that's a huge role to fill but ultimately you're just playing basketball and you've been doing this your whole life and so I'm looking forward to him getting that opportunity. It was great to see how he bounced back in those next couple games. Uh, Mo, OG Moses Moody, as I like to call him, Moses is an old soul. Moses acts like a 15-year vet in the league. He does absolutely nothing wrong. Moses played incredible. And what I loved about it, there was a guy on New York's um, team. Um, his last name was Jeffries. And he hit a trade. He started talking to Mo. And, like, Moses is one of those guys where Mo's not going to start talking to you. Like, you, But if you talk, he's going to say something back. And so he hit the three. He started talking. And Moses said something back, run it down. Mo come down, next play. Bam, Trey ball. Hey, I'm not the one. And you see Moses yelling to him, I'm not the one. But Moses has had a very, very, very good summer league. It's great to see his growth. Um, like I've told y'all, that, that kid puts in work, like, not many that I've ever seen before. And just his discipline, like, that's a, that's a skill. And he has that skill. And I think it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, we got the big fella back out there, James Wiseman. And I think, I think Wiseman looks, looks 
very good out there, especially all things being considered. And that is, James Wiseman really haven't played basketball since like 2018. If you think about it, he played, what, six, four games his, his year at Memphis, and he sat the rest of the year. Played like 20 games his rookie year in the NBA. Missed the rest of that year. And then, obviously, missed all of last year. And now he's just now getting back. So this is really his first basketball since like 2018. And it's at a level that not many people can get accustomed to in years at a time, let alone um, with the small amount of time that he's had to get accustomed to. And so I thought uh, his showing um, out there on the court, I thought it's been solid. Are there some things you want to correct? Absolutely. There's some things you want to correct about myself on a basketball court. There's things you want to correct about LeBron James on a basketball court. Uh, there's things you want to correct about Steph Curry. Like, there's always going to be something you want to correct with anybody. But I think uh, the things that James Wiseman was able to show in the two games that he's played is absolutely remarkable. Um, and and just his journey back, just happy to see him out there doing what he loves to do again and, and having the opportunity uh, to play basketball. I know there was a lot of talk around the first game, like, oh, he had two rebounds. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's the first thing I looked at, too. Like, wise, you can't have two rebounds. But for those of you out there who's just going to criticize and don't know, uh, I saw the guy um, from, uh, from 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 the Rattle, Damon Rattle uh, show in the Bay, I think, or something like that. Uh, dude, Damon, like, you come out and, and you want to talk about um, – Chet Holmgren is light years ahead of James Wiseman right now. Whatever you said made that statement. Let me help you out. Um, rebounding is a timing thing. You know, rebounding is not just I'm tall, I'm long, I can jump, I'm athletic. Rebounding is timing. And for someone that has not played basketball since 2018, I know you wouldn't understand, but your timing is probably messed up. Because that's four years and some change of not consistently playing basketball. So those that has done this will understand that that is 100% of time. Like like I said, again, I would never excuse James Wiseman having two rebounds, nor do I think James Wiseman would excuse it. But I am also, and, and as someone who's done this at this level, who continues to do this at this level, um, I do understand that rebounding is Obviously, you got to have a knack for the ball. You got to do the proper things in boxing out. Uh, Coach Izzo used to teach us hit, find, and fetch. Go hit your man, find the ball, then go get it. Yeah, all of those things. And who wants the ball more? It's all of those things. But equally as important, if not the most important, is your time. You know, you can have a ball right there. Like, oh, I got it. And you jump with the wrong, like, your time is off on your jump. You, you don't get it. So to try to make it a thing and, like, compare – these two guys, after, and, and this kid's been out for four years. Ridiculous. And also, you can't judge who's better off a summer league game. So let's stop the foolishness. It's ridiculous. Welcome back, James Wiseman. Happy to have you back on your thing. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Couple nights before the draft, maybe even a night before the draft, I tweeted about Paulo Bencaro. And um, like I told y'all, I think the Orlando Magic was watching my Twitter and then they all of a sudden was picking Paulo Bencaro. Like, listen, I play in the NBA. No news, not like news gets out. Like out of an organization, there's news coming out. Like nobody had an idea they were taking Paulo. And then I tweeted, and all of a sudden they took Paolo. So I'm not saying the Orlando Magic is watching my Twitter. All I'm saying is the Orlando Magic may be watching my Twitter. Because then I tweeted about Paolo and Summer League. And I was talking about Paolo not playing. And I'm not saying the Orlando Magic is watching my Twitter. But the next game, Paolo wasn't playing. So I'm just saying the Orlando Magic could possibly be watching my Twitter. Needless to say, and saying all of that, Paolo Bancaro, I think, is one of them ones. And the reason I think Paolo is one of them guys is because of the things that he did on the basketball court that were not scoring. You get out here in summer league, guys score the basketball, it's going to happen. It is what it is. You're going to get every opportunity because if you got drafted, especially first-round pick, they're featuring you and trying to make you score because they want to look good for drafting you. Paolo's game was a little bit different. Yes, he did all the things with the basketball. Yes, he made the plays. But the plays that he made that did not involve him having the basketball, 
is why I think Paulo is going to be one of them guys. Him getting on teammates coming in as a rookie. Um, the winning plays that he was making down the stretch. I, when's the last time we've seen the Orlando Magic competing to win games like they were competing to win games when Paulo was out there on that court in those first two summer league games? It's been a while. I feel like I, I always speak about um, people not ever blaming an organization, and they always say, oh, it's the player fault. And the reality is you see some of these players leave these some, some organizations, and they're successful. And I said that to say, I hope that organization is ready for that player. Because that player is a winner. That player, he cares. I mean, he was out there playing in summer league games. Like, he was playing in the NBA Finals with that type of intensity. That is a winner right before your eyes. And I hope that that organization is ready for that player. I don't think that organization has seen that player in a long time. I think they're looking dead at him. And, you know, the reality is if it doesn't work, everyone's going to say, Paolo, he fell, he wasn't this, he wasn't that. And I'm not saying if it doesn't, it's not Paolo's fault. I'm just saying it never, it's never told the opposite way. And so I'm going to say before we even get to that point, I hope that organization is ready for that guy because that kid is special. I said it when he was at Duke. I saw it. I watched it. That kid is... And then by the way, I, I watched him play one time at Duke. And that kid is special. He has that it. Like, he won it. And you just don't see that much in the NBA anymore, especially with these young guys coming up. So I'm looking forward to watching his career grow um, and blossom. I was actually happy to see him get shut down in the summer league. I thought enough had been seen and we all knew, like we know, we, we saw what we needed to see. He, Paolo got it. And I'm looking forward to watching. Before we get out of here, uh, a couple more topics. Uh, one thing I want to discuss is, is, and I went into it a little bit, is Summer League. And, and, you know, the memories I had. Number one, I never lost a game at Summer League. I played for two, four years of Summer League. Uh, speaking of this, 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 the NBA is now giving these guys um, rings for winning summer league. Uh, Mr. Mr. Silver, my good sir, if you could send me my ring, the inaugural, not saying that you have to go back and give everyone a ring that's won a playoffs, but I do think the inaugural tournament, a summer league tournament champions should get one. That's myself. That's Kent Bazemore. That's Ian Clark. That's Dwayne Jones. Uh, that's Gary McGee. Our list goes on and on. But I do think the inaugural champion should receive a ring. And that would be us. So I'm looking forward to getting my ring from the NBA because they definitely owe us those. But honestly, I think that's... I, I, I've seen people, like, making things of it. Like, oh, they shouldn't have done that and they shouldn't. Like, why not? Like, the ring doesn't say NBA champion. It says Summer League champion. Like, why wouldn't you want that ring? I've heard some people like, oh, I, I wouldn't want. Why not? It's a ring. I won that thing that I played in. And why would people even be opposed to them getting rings? Like, 
You went out there, you won, you accomplished something. You, what's wrong with getting the ring? Like, they actually went out there and played. So I'm, I was excited to see the league do that. It gives guys something else to look for. It's exciting. They'll get the ring ceremony. They'll do the whole thing. I think that's dope. And shout out to those guys. Um, I hope everybody in this summer league understands that <clears throat> from the guys who are playing to the guys who are not, you're being watched. Uh, if you aren't playing and you're on the bench, there's someone watching you to see what what's your attitude like um, if, if things aren't going your way. And so I hope guys are really taking advantage of these opportunities. I watched Ian Clark make a career out of out of summer league. I watched Ken Bazemore make a career out of summer league. I watched Justin Holiday make a career out of summer league. And, and these are guys who who play. I mean, won championships in the NBA, got significant contracts in the NBA, like. I've seen it over and over and over again. And so just hope guys approach um, is as such that you want to be a pro. That may not necessarily mean the NBA, but I hope your approach is such that you look like you're ready to be a pro because everybody, and I mean everyone from the Euro League teams to Euro Cup teams to Euro Challenge teams to the second league in Germany, everyone is watching NBA Summer League. And it's an incredible opportunity for guys. Hope you're taking advantage of it. Um, I earned my first contract through Summer League. Like, I was a second-round pick. There was no guarantee I was getting the contract. I played a couple of Summer League games. I got my deal. And so I hope guys are taking it very serious and understanding that this is, this is a moment you may never get back. And it's an incredible platform. Use it to your advantage and make it do what it do. Before we get out of here, DeAndre Aiden, um, reports are saying he's close to a sign and trade to the Pacers. Um, I think that's a very interesting move by the Pacers um, as a team who has not done much uh, in restricted free agency or even going out and get big free agents in general. Um, I think that's a very interesting move. I think it's good for him. They're clearing the caps, but they have to... Um, uh, they can waive one guy to, to have enough or almost close to his max. And as you know, I'm always rooting for guys to get their money. So definitely keep an eye on that. Wanted to mention it. And last but not least, I want to continue to speak on Brittany Griner and not so much speak on it. But I think for me, I, at this point, I just wonder what's right. Like, because we, you know, everyone's speaking on it. We all are raising awareness. We're wearing it the shirts and the this, and, like, you've seen WNBA players with, like, fly outfits uh, supporting BG. Like, what's right and what's wrong? Because I don't feel like we've been getting a ton of answers. And so, like, is us speaking out and raising awareness, is it helping? And not necessarily helping from an American standpoint, but is it helping us from the standpoint of, of how the Russians are viewing it? Like, because, again, ultimately what this is about is this is about getting Brittany home. So I think at least um, some guidance on, hey, what everyone's doing is great. Uh, what you're, uh, it's not great. Like, because ultimately, like I said, everyone who's speaking has the same goal and that's just to get BG home. And so I would love more answers from those that can provide them and just let us know, like, yeah, we need more of this or we don't need this or, like, what's going to help? And don't for one second think saying, oh, yeah, 
if everybody stopped, um, it's going to help just to shut us up because we're not shutting up for no reason. It's not happening. We need Brittany home. But in the same token, what, like, if, if this is all of us trying to get a home and we're all on one accord, then what's the guidance? Where's the guidance? Um, because the reality is none of us are experienced at all when it comes to dealing with international affairs and, and relations and um, prisoners abroad. Like, none of us are experienced in that. So how about some guidance? That's what I'd ask for. Because, again, ultimately, our number one goal, our only goal, is to bring Brittany home. That's it from this episode of the Draymond Green Show, live from the fifth hole at an undisclosed golf course in Cabo. Shout out to the tank top. That's a wrap. Peace. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.